Hello and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we review a character from MCP every week. Today, I'm your interim host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Steven. And we are uh, sans Brandon today due to a conflict of, of scheduling, but that's... I did try to replace him. Yeah, yeah. That didn't work out. It didn't work out, but we'll, we'll we're gonna press on because we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, so how, first off, how's everybody doing? I'm doing just right. fine. Yeah, we're doing pretty excellent. So, uh, in my house, we have been visited by the plague. Uh, she who tolerates living with me has uh, has tested positive for COVID, so. We are quarantining at the moment. Uh, I still have no symptoms and do not test positive, but it's only a matter of time at this point. Yeah, no, better, it's your iron constitution. Be yeah. Have you That's had why it before, I wasn't Fred? I have not, weirdly. Huh. I've not had it. I've gotten four jabs, and uh, I am in a job where I don't really talk to people. Yeah, that's... So, why you haven't had it that's why i haven't had it yeah yeah i i i myself haven't had it either i have not gotten a shot and i've flown on planes four times testing negative every time so huh yeah well you lucked out <laughs> yeah so no, it's, probably, uh, it's probably all the chemicals that the paper mills i go to to fix that kill the thing so well uh <laughs> Let's uh, let's move on to the uh, to the news from AMG that we've gotten. Uh, first off, we have a new packet for Wakanda. It is the affiliation pack for Wakanda. Uh, this is uh, who's it's Black Panther, Shuri, Killmonger, and uh, Okoye, right? Correct. Those are the four people in it. That's. Is that every character in Wakanda? No, uh, it's not Storm. Is is Storm? Wait, what? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Storm was married to Black Panther. She was the really? queen of Wakanda. Yeah, they got their I marriage annulled. Okay, <laughs> uh, I think that that is a faction that is long overdue for some fleshing out yeah and usually when they do these affiliation packs they put out another couple characters like another box so maybe that'll be an announcement soon well, yeah let's hope that would be cool it'd be neat to have some more wakanda characters uh, uh and there is more news from amg and that is that they are still slow dripping information about shatterpoint Oh my gosh! Uh, it is it, it's getting to the point where it's it's kind of frustrating. Like it, it's it's really kind of annoying. Yeah, uh, I want more information. As of recording today, we got an article that was heralded as finally we're going to get some gameplay information, and technically they gave us gameplay information, but they gave I mean, us the big... yeah big ideas. Hype talk. And I mean, it sounds cool. 
Yeah, I, I, listen, I want this. I, I want this game to be cool. I want to play this game. The models look awesome, uh, but th they've got to quit edging us. We need some information here. <laughs> uh, part of it, uh, like the way they talk about combat's not all about doing damage. You want to like manipulate where people are and all this stuff. That's giving me big like guild ball or arena rex vibes uh said in our discord I mean, that would be, that would be that great would be very cool that'd be great that'd be very cool they have those two games have similar but different systems and they also talk about branching combat which is what arena rex does so they could do something like that and then the push pull I, system andrew was talking about how that sounds like god tier which it really really does Ooh, interesting. Yeah, that's how they, so they do can... their victory points. Yeah. I've played God Tier, I think, a grand total once, and it was a long time ago. I, and, and I do not know what Rex Arena is, Arena if I'm Rex. perfectly honest. Arena Rex is a gladiatory <clears throat> gladiator fighter game. Hey, give me some credit. I got the two words correct, at least. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. them in the wrong way. <laughs> arena rex is the game that andrew always wants to play against me because he absolutely crushes me okay <laughs> uh i mean so they also talk about how they have i i, I don't know i don't want to get in i don't want to get too into it because this is an mcp podcast yeah. but i'm i'm to the point uh, i'll say this this is the last time i'm going to bring up the game until we get some real information because they can't keep just giving us nothing. And that's basically what they've given us. Yeah. They did mention right. another cool thing was they said something about evolving and moving objectives, which they said they, as far as they knew, was not in any other games. And that's kind of cool. But let's move on. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, Cerebro MCP, is there any news to talk about? Yeah, I'm still working on getting images to like store locally and open up. I'm getting error, and there's no like message with the error, and I'm not sure what the error is because I'm literally doing something. I'm doing something else in the code and getting an error, but I'll figure it out. I promise that. And while uh, I have control of the computer, I promised last week that I would show some things that maybe some people didn't know. So I'm going to go... Uh, I was hoping I was signed in. I was just realized I might not have been, but I am. And go here, and I'm actually going to use my weapon X list as a, an example because it'll show something in particular. Uh, so here's my weapon X list. The first thing I want to show is actually not in the list. It is in the sidebar. There is a settings button. So if you uh, get where you can switch between pages down at the bottom next to the logout button is a little gear button and this has settings you can turn settings on and off so one of them is the very top one is to hide standard band cards when building lists if you are going to a standard legal mcp event like most of them are you can check this little checkbox and have it not show you cards that you can't play they're red anyway, but it just won't show them to you. Um, and there's different things here. The second one is uh, only show cards in your collection when you're making a list. 
the third one is uh, you can put your list in a custom order. Um, I like my NAFBEC order, so I don't have that one turned on. The next one is to show the thumbnails on the list view, uh, which I have turned on. And the next one is to show the affiliation symbols when building a roster, otherwise known as the Michael setting. I know other people use it too, but he, he would not do Cerebro until I put this in there. But instead of saying the name of the roster, it shows a little symbol. Now, some people are having a problem with this right now where it freezes when they try to add a new character. I don't know what's wrong with that yet. I'm trying to figure it out. And then the last one is to filter out unusable tactics cards. So this will make it so you can't see a character card until you have that character in your list. You can't see affiliation cards if none of your people are in that affiliation, that sort of thing. And then the other thing I wanted to show, let's bring up my weapon Xs. See the thumbnails on the video if you're a video person? Um, that's because I have that setting on. And I'm gonna go down here to list breakdown. And the first thing is if you're playing Convocation or Weapon X and you don't have another legal list, nobody shows up because nobody has a leadership that is on purpose because there are multiple people who can be your leader. So the first thing I want to do is I'm going to go up in the top right are some settings. I'm going to go down to other settings and I'm going to pick leaderless affiliated. As soon as I check that box, you can see in the background or you can see on your own device that it, a bunch of new lists showed up. Uh, you can also show completely unaffiliated lists. I'm going to scroll down and show those on the video. Here we go. Here's some unaffiliated lists um, like Logan, Sabretooth, Toad, Proximum Midnight, and Baron Mordo. That has no affiliation. Uh, so this is Weapon X and Convocation, how you get lists to show up. Any kind of list, the other settings are good. So there's Force Leader. You can force somebody to be your leader. I don't have any leaders. Force Affiliation. You can force it to only show you affiliations. Every affiliation that shows up for a character in your list is on this list. So Uncanny X-Men, some of my models are Uncanny X-Men. So it shows up here. You know, Uncanny X-Men is not legal in my list. Actually, it might be. Let's look. I might have made it. Yeah. So the Logan, Sabretooth, X-23, Domino, and Honey Badger. That's a legal Uncanny X-Men list. Uh, I'm going to change that back to none. Uh, include characters. You can tell, force it to include certain characters. I want to play Rhino this game. Only show me lists with Rhino in it. There we go. Um, exclude characters. I think Honey Badger isn't going to help me in this matchup. Show me lists without Honey Badger. And now it's only showing me lists with Rhino and no Honey Badger. List size. I want to be five wide. We can set that here. I don't think I have any lists that are going to match this, but five wide. Oh, I do have five wide. Oh yeah, all those lists are five wide. And then you have a lot of five wide. What? Yeah, 
Um, I've played a few of them. Yeah. And then reset filter will turn everything back to the way it was. And that's all my lists again. So that little filter setting, I use it all the time. Like I have Juggernaut in my X-Men list. If I'm playing like based on the scenario and the faction and the points I'm playing, I might go, I don't want Juggernaut in this list, so I'll exclude them. Um, if I have Storm and Cyclops in a list for some reason, I would go in and say, force my leader to be Storm. Don't show me lists where Cyclops is the leader. So that's what I have. That's a bunch of cool stuff in Cerebro to help you pick your lists. Because it will show you now every possible list at every point total from 14 okay. to 20. Well, that's thank you for showing us that. Uh, I know there's been some uh, some confusion on so, some of those filters, so uh, hopefully that'll that'll clarify some stuff. Uh, I want to do things a little bit out of order because I want Stephen to be able to talk a little bit. Uh, Stephen, <laughs> yes, uh, do you have <laughs> do you have some uh, a topic for us today? Yes, I do. Um, are you both familiar with the variant version called? separation anxiety uh yes, yes yes i am i am familiar with separation anxiety uh give give a quick rundown for the for the listeners all right well separation anxiety is a four-player game uh teams are 11 threat and have three tactics cards it's a basically a donnybrook if i can use that term and first player to 16 points wins and you pick up symbiotes uh such as carnage and venom and phage and mania and all these symbiotes from the comics uh, attached to your characters and give you extra powers. It's quite a, quite a fun endeavor. So, all right. oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Fred. I would, I, uh, I had heard an opening and figured I'd, oh, I'd start talking. <laughs> you you no, go that's ahead. Fine. That's fine. So what I've done today is I've created four lists for you gentlemen to decide which one in a, um, in a separation anxiety, anxiety environment, you would like to play the most and why. Okay. And that they all have a theme to them. Okay. I'm going to see if you can pick up on the theme. All right. So our first list of, uh, 11th threat, I didn't do the tactics card. You can do whatever tactics card you want, but the characters that you would have to take are Thor, Valkyrie and Heimdall for team one. Team two is Amazing Spider-Man, Black Cat, and Moon Knight. Team three is Doctor Strange, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. And team four is Cable, Deadpool, and X-23. Okay. Uh, is the is the theme 533? Correct. Cause, uh, okay. Yeah. Because every single one of those teams is a five uh, threat and two three threats. Correct. With with the uh, five threat leaders being maligned, I thought this would be a nice little exercise. I see, I see, I see. Okay, uh, okay. This so the is, first this one would be Asgard. The second one would be Amazing Spider-Man Web Warrior variant. Doctor Strange, of course, is Defenders, and Cable would be X Force. Okay, I think uh, if uh, I'm gonna go first. I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to take 
the Doctor Strange list. I'm going to take the Doctor Strange list. Uh, I think that that, uh, I like Luke Cage and Iron Fist quite a bit. You, Mm -hmm. the, uh, I would take the card, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? The one that gives, lets them take a hit for Heroes for Hire. (laughs) I would take that card in that, uh, list because I really want them to be able to, like, move the damage to themselves and then, Luke Cage has a lot of staying potential for a three-pointer. Hmm. I like, I like, and I just sort of like this list. I like the being able to toss out hex. This okay. is good. This All is good. Right. Brad, what would you choose? Surprising nobody. <laughs> I would choose the X Force list, but not just because it's X related. Um. <laughs> In that scenario, there are four points where you pull out symbiotes. And you get points for contesting those, and you get points for holding symbiotes. And you get uh, you get more, even more points if you can get the doohickey in the middle. But mm-hmm. um, Cable is great to sit on whichever point you went to the first turn and be relevant in the game. While Deadpool and especially X-23 are good about going out there and uh, trying to affect the rest of the game in a more close... Like, if they go together, they might be able to fight and take over another contest point, um, take out people to make them drop their stuff, and Cable can be back up for it. Got it. Okay. Excellent. What about you, Steven? Uh, Which one actually? I would actually go for the Amazing Spider-Man, Black Cat, and Moon Knight. Okay, okay. T- uh, talk me through it. Talk me through it. Well, with Amazing Spider-Man and Black Cat moving long, the, that's an exploitation right there. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight possibly can move also a third time if need be, if he rolls correctly. I know that's a one in eight chance. But he also has stealth, and so does Black Hat. And Amazing Spider-Man has his rerolls against any attack. So, I mean, he tends to be a little bit tougher than people give him credit for. Oh, um, yeah. On, on the, on, and then on the other side of that, Moon Knight and Black Hat can hand out staggers. And with under Amazing Spider-Man, they hand out slows also. So that could really cripple a lot of teams trying to chase them down. Okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, I've, uh, if I'm to be honest, I don't. I'm not impressed by Amazing Spider-Man, mostly because he tends to be a little pillow-fisted for a five-pointer. Like he tend uh, that might just be my experience, but he, uh, what his his points are buying extreme defensiveness. Correct. Like, yeah. But, but also remember here, Fred, that we are playing separation anxiety. And there are some symbiotes or even energy rifles that show up that can make him a little bit better. True. True. So That's fair. Okay. Yep. No uh, Thor Valkyrie I... Heimdall takers, huh? <laughs> no Thor. Th- oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that that would have been actually. Are, are we good? Uh, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. we lost you there for just a second. I don't yeah. know what that was. <laughs> I'm not sure so either. That, was your, that would was have been second my second choice. choice, yeah. Okay. Because okay. they have the innate healing, obviously. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Would you – can I make a, a change to Brad's list? Instead of uh, spy and uh, Deadpool, would you prefer Domino? In, no, I did this specifically for a, uh, a an even out effect per se. Oh, okay. Okay, because because I believe Domino X twenty three and Cable would be loads better than Deadpool X twenty three Cable. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and and plus with those two, you can bring exceptional healing, and it works on both of them. So. True. True. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Okay. Well, that right. was fun. Well, I enjoyed that. Ho hopefully you uh you did enjoy that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh let's talk about games we've played recently. Uh so Brad and I attended a tournament in at the Fabricators Forge near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania uh on Saturday and it was a blast. There were 16 people playing that day which was a tremendous and, and uh, a tremendous turnout and in guaranteed four rounds for the tournament. So it was a, a long and very fun tournament. Uh, I went two and two. Uh, I won two and lost two. Hey, Brad, why don't you tell everyone how you did? Um, I, I went four and oh and won the whole thing. Is that what you wanted me to say? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Brad, uh, for, uh, he, he's our winner. I was and... the first out-of-town winner they've ever had. Well, uh, and uh, with players like Les and Savage there. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've got good players up there. So, uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about my win. Even if I accidentally yeah. cheated in the game with Les. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, do I you just want to elaborate. Or do you... I was attacking her from outside of stealth because I kept thinking she was Domino, and like uh, he also on some level pro probably realized that I was attacking outside of stealth and just didn't even think about like saying, "Oh yeah, you can't do that." Like we just weren't thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing happened. I yeah, mean, it it's does. it's a game where yeah. Uh, but congratulations, Brad. Well done. I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, and it was all around just a great tournament. It was a lot of fun. What were you playing, Fred? Uh, I was playing Spider Foes, uh, Green Goblin. Uh, most of my lists were Green Goblin, Rhino, uh, Lizard, uh, Nebula, and uh, the Punisher, which is an interesting combination that works a lot better than you think it does. Like it was, it's, it's probably the killiest list that I've put out there and it's a lot of fun to play. Uh, what were you playing there, Brad? I was playing X-Men storm. Yep. Yeah. It's storm what he's best storm. at. It clearly is working for him. Seeing I, as how he won. I calculated, uh, the next day, um, as I was reminding myself that it was a good decision, despite how I felt to get to the tournament, that <laughs> uh, I averaged some almost five and a half points a turn 
throughout the tournament. Ooh. It was very close to five and a half. And it was only is... it was only that low because one game went to turn four. Every other game, we only went three turns. Did you play you were... Senators? No, not not once. Okay. Maybe that I should take me the crib. Yeah, maybe I should take Senators out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a kryptonite. So. I got to pick my secures like either half or three out of four games. So that was also good. And the, and I know that one of the games where I didn't get to play my secures, he had one pay to flip and I drew it. So. Uh, I'll say this about, um, I, I never once won initiative at the beginning, never once in the tournament. And, uh, a lot of people picked my secures and a lot of times that came up sword base and uh, spider foes love sword base, man. <laughs> it worked out great for me. We should play that game sometime, Fred. I don't think so. Cause you'll kick my butt. <laughs> I, I know that X-Men really love it too. Yeah. X-Men like it too. So I wonder who's better at it. Um, well. My guess is it's you. I mean, uh, and that's, that's probably not, it's probably just because you're a better player than me. Fred, not because I won spider foes against brad the last time i was down to see you guys that's true that's and it true. was on sword and okay. senators was it sword mm -hmm. sword and senators yeah. yeah well we did play that game fred <laughs> well there we go you didn't have punisher uh, I... in your list though against me <laughs> which is questionable let's be honest i i know that that's questionable but he's he's not bad I, we'll we'll cover him eventually. I played two uh, other games yesterday because I told yeah. everyone on the podcast I would play a game with uh, Cyclops. So I played two oh, games. I played two games against Michael. The first one I played Cyclops and Emma Frost. Emma Frost was oh, the wow. MVP of my game. Uh, by far the best thing on the table. And I played Domino X twenty three. And someone else that wasn't Cyclops. Cyclops. That is not what I want to hear. That is not what I want to hear. I don't want you to get better. <laughs> Cyclops was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> Michael won that game. <laughs> we played another game. It was a different scenario combo, but it was the same points. He played the same list, and he's like, play a real list against me this time. I want to know if my list is any good. So I played Storm X-Men, and I won against the exact same list. So, okay, don't play Cyclops. I mean, kids. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. We all knew that the beat. Oh, I want to talk about Steven. Michael's list just super quick for you Hydra okay. players out there. He was playing Red Skull, Bucky, Zemo. Uh. Spider Woman, so Spider Woman, okay. and then okay. he threw in the Howling Commandos too. That was a good okay. list. Oh my gosh! That's interesting. The Howling Commandos can put Red Skull in front of them on the first turn, so he doesn't oh have to goodness. move. And Spider Woman was great in that. Bucky and the Howling Commandos get to shoot you when you kill anyone. Like it's a really good list. 
Okay. You're right. That is that seems like it's got a lot of uh synergy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can move on now. All right, Steven, did you yes. play any games recently? In fact, I played one just 2 hours ago. <laughs> so not that's so the it's only game I've played, yeah. Yeah. Uh so what happened? Well, I took Blade and the Midnight Suns against Robbie, who you met the first time we came down. And he was running uh, Thor as Guardians. And the game ended up, uh, well, I had to come for time, but our score was 15 to 9. Uh, I was running Blade, Doctor Strange, Magic, Hawkeye, and Wong, which Magic is a new addition for me, and she did really, really well at Midnight Suns. Um, and he was running Thor, Angela, Rhino, and Valkyrie, and Angela went off and did things, but I survived the storm. So that's what you got to do. Like Angela is just going to do things. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I mean, but you know, when, you know, Rhino has problems against mystic attacks, uh, Valkyrie got shot up by Hawkeye, um, you know, things like that happen. So, you know, I just kept, kept him at range and kept using my bump and, you know, he had to waste a, a move action and then attack where I'm attacking twice. So that's what it came down to. Yeah. All right. That sounded, that sounds fun. Uh, are you guys ready to move on? Uh, is there anything else we need to cover before we move on to Emma Frost? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, boy, we're running fast today. Well, Fabricator <laughs> Forge is having another tournament, aren't That's they? That's true. We uh oh we Charleston's having a tournament the 18th of February and Fabricators Forge is having one the 25th of February. Oh boy. Uh I'll tell you what. I I very much enjoyed going up to that that tournament last time. It was a lot of fun. I felt like garbage the following day. <laughs> and uh I I need to recover. I don't want to make a commitment that I'm going in February, but it was fun. It, and I am so too. much fun. They yeah. served uh, lunch at the venue and they That's gave us. That's true. That's another thing they yeah. did. And they, they gave us pulled pork and it was pretty good. I could have used a little bit good. more, but it was pretty good. They had other snacks I could have bought. Well, I mean, you know, if you're on the fence, Fred, maybe. I can make a commitment to go and that'll get you motivated. So I, I don't want to make the commitment. <laughs> I don't want to make the commitment. All right. Well, uh, let's move on. Let's move on to Emma Frost. Okay. Uh, so there's only three of us here today. So do you want me to read the, Oh, and there's a lot to read because she is complicated. She's complicated okay. and she has two different cards. At least she's same yeah. on front and back on both cards. Yes, that is helpful. Okay. Well, uh, we can just I'll... take the first one, right? Yeah, let's get st let's break this up into her non diamond form and then her diamond form. So let's talk about No, we have to talk about both. We have to talk about both because there's so much interaction. Okay. Uh, I'll just start. Uh, her name is Emma Frost. Uh, she has a defensive stat of two physical, three energy, 
and five mystic she has six stamina on both sides and she is four threat she's size two and moves medium uh her first attack is a mystic attack called psychic spike it is range four that does five dice and it has the normal builder rule and it also has wild hit bend will after this attack is resolved this character may advance the target character short her second attack her spender is a mystic attack called hands off it is range three it has eight dice and costs four energy and it is wild defenestrate before damage is dealt if the target character is size four or less this character may throw the target character away short awesome hey brad do you want to want to read some of these uh reactive superpowers uh sure the first one's called diamond form is it is reactive it costs one power when this character is targeted by attack, it may use a superpower. This character transforms into Emma Frost Diamond. Uh, this is the only way for her to transform so far. Reactive Shield Mind costs two. When this character or an allied character within four would be advanced, placed, or pushed by an enemy mystic attack or an enemy superpower, you may use a superpower. The allied character is not advanced, placed, or pushed. It's kind of like a really good indomitable. Yeah, 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 really. Uh, and uh, Steven, do you want to take the remaining two superpowers? Sure. Uh, we have another reactive superpower called telekinetic, telekinetic deflection. Cost two power. If this character would suffer a collision, it may use the superpower. This character does not suffer damage from this collision. I believe we've seen that somewhere before, right? Ebony Maw, I believe. Cassandra Nova, right? Cassandra Nova and Ebony Maw. Oh, okay. oh, they both have it. And then uh, we have an innate superpower called Power Inhibition. During this character's activation, enemy characters cannot use reactive superpowers or reactive team tactics cards. So she is like um, mystique in this map this is my favorite thing yeah on the card this is incredible it's incredible it's they've made so another bad. character yeah okay uh so let's move on to her diamond form right, before we move on i just want to point out to everyone that emma frost is not telekinetic okay <laughs> she's not at all, all. Right. so okay <laughs> uh in, in her diamond form her defenses change to being four physical, four energy, and four mystic. She has a uh, a normal builder uh, called Diamond Strike. It is a physical attack that is range two. It does five dice. It has Wild Stun, uh, where after the attack is resolved, the character gains the stun special condition. And Crit Pierce, which is strange, uh, change one of the defending character's dice to a blank uh and then there's her spender is a physical spender called shatter it is an area two attack that throws seven dice and it costs six power which is quite steep uh and it also has crit pierce and then after all attacks are resolved this character may transform back into emma frost normal hey brad you want to take the next 
two things. Sure. Next is an active superpower called Sometimes One Must Get Their Hands Dirty. It costs three, and it's a terrain throw of size three or less within range two, throw it medium once per turn. Uh, the next one is an innate superpower. Uh, this character cannot play team tactics cards. This has to be relevant for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And Steven, do you want to take the rest of it? Yes. Um, innate superpower, far from my best look. If this character begins its activation as Emma Frost Diamond, at the end of that activation, it transforms into Emma Frost Normal. Next, we have Psychic Community. It's innate also. <clears throat> this character cannot be pushed or advanced as a result of enemy mystic attacks or superpowers. Additionally, when defending against these attacks, psychic attacks, the character counts blank results in its defense and success rolls. Somebody take the last one. I'm coughing. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, she also has immunity to bleed, incinerate, poison, and stun, which is a pretty awesome set of immunities. Okay. Let's say that she is already incinerated in her normal form, and she gets attacked, and you pay to turn into diamond form. What happens? I a good question because I don't know the answer. The answer does she lose incinerate? The answer is she loses incinerate. If you gain an uh, oh immunity, my. you lose the condition. Uh, here's another question: If someone, uh, it, it, the when they target her. She turns into diamond. So if they're yeah. targeting her with a physical attack, she could turn into diamond and yep. have a better physical defense, correct? Yep, I did that in my game yesterday. Here's a yeah, uh, here's a trivia question. So you have to be targeted by an attack to to do her transform. Can you transform her on her own activation? Uh, if you're fighting Venom. No, because he cannot use a reactive superpower. Oh, you're right. You're right. So can Ooh. you flip her to her diamond form on her own turn? Uh, then the answer is no, unless there's a tactics card that there does it. There is a tactics card. Okay. Um, Do you know the tactics card? Uh, it's the it's the one where you make the move towards you and then they may attack you. Uh, face me. Face me. Face me is the only way currently to flip her on her own turn. And someone <laughs> may ask, why would you want to do that anyway? Because like you pretty much always want to be on the other form to attack, uh, unless they have a weakness to physical. Because she doesn't have a throw on her regular card. You might also be in a great position to do an area two attack. You could, yeah. You might want to be able to do one of those two things. And yeah. you're not likely to. Right. <laughs> yeah, That that is... Why would you take Face Me Just as the, one of your five cards? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I mean, people do take Face Me. They like to use okay. Yeah, it's usually for stealth characters to get them out of yeah. stealth range. Yeah, like Black Cat. Okay. 
Black okay. Cat tries to run yeah. away. You play face me. She has to come towards you. Her attack. Or Stormer and Cassandra Nova because they don't have stealth technically, so you can't yeah. use. Um, Mark for death. Mark for death. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing that I keep thinking about with this character is the defenestrate on the normal sides uh, spender. That spender rocks for it's, the record. That's it's, it. That's it's very good. That's a very good spender. It's very good. Uh, Mystic, eight dice, and uh, it costs four. And you, uh, on a wild, you get to throw them. Which is very, uh, very likely. And they cannot brace for impact. They cannot do the thing that she has that reduces uh, throw damage. Yeah. It's just going to do damage. Yep, absolutely. And size four. That's so good. It's size four. That's Rhino flying at you, and you can't brace it. Yep. So, yeah, this, this, I think that this, uh, all right, I think that this side, the normal side, rocks. I think the diamond side is less good. <laughs> it is, but it's way better at defenses. Yeah, it's more survivable. Yeah, the problem is you don't flip back till after she has gone. And you kind of want to be on right. her normal side when she's activating. Yeah. I I, I think – okay, uh, you guys talk about her. Why don't you tell us what you think about her, Stephen? Well, Fred, I will agree, you, agree with you on turns two and three. I believe her Emma Frost normal is better than her Emma Frost diamond. But I believe when you get into the later turns – her diamond form becomes a little bit more valuable. Okay. Because everybody's going to be up in the mix at that point in time. And That's she's fair. Going, she's going to be facing down some, some people. Um, the only thing I see is that, um, like I run Doctor Strange a lot with Blade in my Midnight Suns. And the problem I have with Doctor Strange is that He's trying to do everything to like heal and help people. And I think she's going to spend power pretty readily and find herself with zero a lot of times. That's my initial thought. So I mean that that yeah, that's that's correct. You're you're she's gonna defend use her power for that one ability for indomitable. It's not indomitable, but it's that's well, what it is. If she goes against, like, your Spider-Foes team, right, that throws everything in the world, plus the kitchen mm -hmm. sink, right, that telekinetic deflection is going to go down sometime. That's true. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts, Brad? Or have you already have I mean, you already there I have them? one more thought. So you were, you were okay. worried about her in the X-Men list because um, they're already pretty good. She doesn't fit the current game plan of the X-Men list at all, mm -hmm. uh, really. Okay. But I'm hoping that with her and some other people, like maybe there's now two ways to play the X-Men and you can switch back and forth depending on what you need or something like that. Because she's not that mobile. She's not really going to be going around and like playing the crisis game really hard like the x-men do true um, yeah okay 
I, I, I'm, I think that her diamond side is not good. I think it's bad. Uh, like I, I, I recognize that it's useful, and it's got its its defensive value. But the defensive value, unless you're being attacked by mystic attacks, where your mystic defense drops, uh, it does. But then you also count blanks. Right, right. But uh, but it, uh, I don't think that that buff in defensive dice is worth the debuff in, um, in in her attacking power. Yeah. Well, like I think. Her- I think- I think that immunity to bleed, incinerate, poison, and stun comes into play, though. That's true. It does. You're you're right. That is, and that is super handy. Uh, I just don't think it's worth it. I, I I don't know if I do that unless maybe if I have those conditions on me, uh, I would do it. But they can I just, also I, I react I, to these attacks. Yeah. She yeah. Loses exactly. Her thing. Her her can't react to this. Yeah, and the can't react to it's I, I so think... good. I know. No, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Jean Grey, who? I <laughs> get a better model for I... a whole point cheaper. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. I I think that you don't. Uh, I wish that there were a damage reduction on the back, which might make her too good. But that I think that it needed that to be able to oh, not on the back, but I mean on the diamond side. I think she needs something more defensively you on know her what diamond side. Would maybe make her absolutely broken if her what? diamond form also had damage reduction. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I, uh, I and I don't know. I, I think she's great. I'm not saying she's not. I just don't think that I you would and and this is me and I'm probably the worst person at this game at this in this call right now. Uh, but I, I just don't think that there's a whole lot of use for her diamond side. And uh, would you guys like to go into your letter recommendations for her? We can. Okay. Uh, I, I'll go first because I went last for that. I'm giving her a solid B. I'm giving her a gentleman's B. Uh, what about you, Brad? What you got? Uh, let's see. I'm thinking B+. Plus. Pretty good, but not, not A material. <clears throat> okay. Steven, what you what what are your thoughts on her? Well, I I want to say maybe she's a splash in some affiliations that can make her shine. Okay. Because like I'm looking at this bend will, right? And this defense straight um diamond formed when she switches over you know, like let's just let's just say um, Doctor Strange defenders, right? If she's running with Strange, I think she gets a lot better. To tell you the truth, okay. Um, not that she's going to generate more power, but she's going to have uh, more defense. Uh, somebody's going to be healing her. So I think I think she's. I, I agree with Brad that in X Men, 
she doesn't fit the plan right at the moment, but I think she fits the plan in other affiliations. And my gosh, she has one, two, three powers that cost two or three. And then, you know, Captain America is online with a psychic attacker that's not Scarlet Witch. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to, not knowing her tactics cards, I'm going to say a B plus, just like Brad, but I'm sure she's going to have a tactic card that might put her into that A category. Yeah, uh, we know also, we know already that she's going to be uh, part of that. She's going to have an affiliation that might be Brotherhood affiliated. Yeah, I reread uh, that that thing. It makes it sound like it's a new separate affiliation. I just don't buy that. Yeah, I, oh, I we'll see. Well, we forgot that. How 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 do we think she stacks up against other four threat leaders? Saying that she's a leader, uh, I think that she's. I mean, I, we need to know what her leadership is for me to yeah. answer that question. Yeah, I think so. I, uh, we just don't know what her leadership is. It could be something incredible, and uh, in which case she would blow up, in my opinion, like as in go up, not not get worse. Yeah. And like Logan is a pretty good four. But it, he's a real good for leader for Weapon X because that leadership is something that team really wants. So, right. yeah. Well, no, uh, I, I I understand. I understand. I was just saying on the base stats of it, you know, for for what it is. She's better than Cyclops, <laughs> <laughs> even if you ignore his leadership, and and she doesn't yeah, have one. Did. She's like way better than Cyclops. So. You're probably right. <laughs> uh, I think, um, okay, yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see what her tactics cards are, and I bet she has one that will let her change form, like once. Yeah, maybe. She can at one per game change form. I bet she has one that is absolutely bonkers because they put that she can't play it when she's in diamond form on her card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She also can't play Grace um, when she's on that oh, side. Oh, wait. So what I just said can't happen. What, oh, what'd you say? You can't, what, uh, you, she can't change form from Diamond back to... No, not from uh, Diamond back to Normal. But right. she could change from Normal to Diamond, which is what I thought you meant. Yeah, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Then three uh, power, this character changes to diamond form. Add two dice to all defenses and count blanks. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be really good. <laughs> character gains healing factor two while in diamond form. <laughs> no, 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 no. It has to do with the defenses even going to diamond form. I would, yeah, I would have to say. <laughs> well, uh, since Brandon is not here, uh, I'm gonna do. Brandon's thing because I thought of a list that I think that she would want to play and that is in criminal syndicate under Shadowland Daredevil of course you said criminal syndicate <laughs> you are really yeah, taking Brandon's spot I am I'm really taking his spot but it's not Kingpin 
His thing is Kingpin, and I'm doing Shadowland Daredevil. Uh, I think that she could really shine with a reroll on her attack dice. And uh, because you really want to hit that cr- uh, that wild on her her spender. If you don't hit that wild, her spender gets a lot worse. I mean, not a, it's still really good, but uh, it does a lot less than you want it to. And you could also use it to help hit those crits for uh, for Pierce when she's in her diamond form. I also think that that fits her game plan better in Shadowland Daredevil than it does in X-Men. Yeah. Well, that's Fred, kind of I would like to counter if I could, please. Please go ahead. I would actually go for say it. she's actually better in Kingpin. Because of the okay. shield mind. Because of the shield mind. You're 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why this is why Brandon and you guys do this and not me. <laughs> this is, and one of the ways to get around um, all the defensive tech a kingpin list has is to throw stuff at them. And she don't care about that. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah, she does a lot better with kingpin. You guys are right. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, Brad, do you have any comic book recommendations? I have a couple. So. Oh, boy. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, sit down and get comfortable. It'll. It, this is going to be a while. When I did Magnetos, I said that these were the best uh, Magnetos recommendations were the best comics I've, I had ever recommended. I doubt I'm ever going to top that. And I certainly am not going to top it with Emma. But what I have for you is the most recommendations I've ever made. So I'm going to oh try to I'm going to try to keep these very short. So the first recommendation <laughs> is Uncanny X-Men 129 by Chris Claremont and John Byrne. This is the first appearance of both Emma Frost and Kitty Pride. Emma tries to recruit Kitty to her school while some X-Men try to get her to go to Xavier school. Um, when it looks like Kitty might choose Xavier school with a little help from Jean changing her parents' minds, uh, Emma decides to kidnap her and the X-Men go to save Kitty and Emma takes out Storm, Wolverine, and Colossus all at once and uh, someone else has to save Kitty because they don't. It's Jean. Jean saves Kitty. By putting Emma in a coma. I ruined the end. That's all right. (laughs) Gee, spoiler spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good issue. Read the issue. Um, Gene is becoming... Gene is Phoenix and is headed down that dark Phoenix path at this point. So she's doing some shady things. It's a good good issue. The next is called um, the... Like four issues together called Generation Next. It's part of the Phalanx Covenant where these robot aliens come down and start trying to simulate all of Earth. It's kind of a Borg type thing, only they're way cooler than the Borg. This You're is talking my language. This is Uncanny X Men 316, 317, and X Men 36 and 37. Uh, Banshee comes back from somewhere to the trip and um, Emma who's kind of been arrested by the X-Men but also in the 
Medbay is raving about things being wrong and screwy. And then Banshee starts to see that some things are weird. And uh, the computer says there's only four mutants in the entire mansion. Him, Emma, uh, Jubilee, and Sabretooth, who they have also captured. And even though there's a bunch of X-Men around. And so you got to figure out who these fake X-Men are. Uh, They find out that the evil aliens are trying to capture these young mutants that are teens that just got their powers so they go and try to rescue them um this this crossover leads into a book called generation x generation x one of the main stars is emma frost that's where she becomes a good guy it's got a lot of good emma frost stuff in it if you like her um next is a single issue called x-men black emma frost by Leah Williams and Chris Bocciolo. The X-Men are mad at Emma for something I'm not going to talk about, but she needs their help. Uh, So they choose the lesser of two evils and help her take over the Hellfire Club from Sebastian Shaw. Uh, This is a great one-shot to get to know Emma. It really digs into, like, the type of person she is. And then... Uh, my final main recommendation is X-Men, the anime. There's a anime, uh, X-Men. It's written by Warren Ellis, who, uh, has done a lot of good work, um, and some questionable things that we're not going to talk about. And, uh, this is a, just really good X-Men cartoon adaptation. It's got some like anime-y tropes. But it's definitely more X Men than anime. And to, does um, oh yeah, go ahead. You had a question. Does Emma Frost have giant eyes? No, no. The they the the anime like animation is toned down a little bit. She is very important to the story though, um, which is why it's on this list. But all of your normal people are there, like um, Cyclops, Beast. Um, Fred, I have a question. Yeah. Um, knowing that Emma Frost is from high society, has she ever worked with Toad or Blob? And what does she think of those two? Uh, <laughs> so. Good question. <laughs> I don't think she ever has worked with them. I'm pretty sh- no, she wasn't even at the school when Toad was the janitor. She was off with Cyclops at their secret base. So I don't think she's ever worked with them. Um they have kind of changed Blob recently. He he is now um portrayed as much more intelligent and well-read and stuff. Um which is not yeah. how he used to be portrayed. So she'd probably like Blob now. Here's some love for Fred. Yeah. Uh, I have two quick honorable mentions. Uh, These are good comics that everyone should read these two runs of comics. Emma is featured prominently in both, along with um, Cyclops is probably the other character that's featured most prominently in these. It's New X-Men by Grant Morrison. Um, If you know who Grant Morrison is, you'll already know if you're going to like that comic or not. And Astonishing X-Men by Joss Whedon. 
If you don't know who Joss Whedon is, he did Firefly, he did Buffy, he did the first two Avengers movies. Um, you've probably seen something he's done. And he did an X-Men series. That was pretty good. That's it. That's all my recommendations. Okay. 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 We've made it through, everybody. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I tried not to bring up anything that would lead to a wild tangent in these because I knew <laughs> it was going to run a little long anyway. Yeah. I think that we're running pretty quick this episode. This might come in under an hour. Uh, well, uh, that leaves my final recommendation and this is, this is going to be a little bit off the wall. <laughs> uh, uh, so there's a, a, a cartoon, an animated show that I was a huge fan of for a little while. And that is the show Steven universe. And that show is fitting for Emma Frost because it involves people who are essentially gemstones. Uh, it's impossible to describe, but it is a great show, and everyone should watch it, even if it is targeting an audience that is substantially younger. It's still a very good show. If you say so, I right. think that I was expecting. I was expecting the Avengers TV show from the '60s. No, not those Avengers. <laughs> uh, I can't say that I have ever seen it. That was the inspiration for the Hellfire Club. A single episode where Mrs. Peel dresses in a corset uh, to infiltrate the Hellfire Club sex cult and stop them. Okay. <laughs> I know nothing about that show. That's a good show. Have you seen the movie? Uh... I uh, n the answer is probably no because you probably don't mean the Avengers movies. No, no, no. I mean the one based on the TV show. It's from 1998. No. It is it is wild. Hold Fred, on, hold on. you'd that, actually it like have, it. Does it have Uma Thurman in it? It does have Uma Thurman in it. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I've heard of this. I've heard of it. It is I've it is great. It's not for everybody. But the bad guy has created a weather machine and he holds the world hostage with his weather machine. It's so good. Oh boy. <laughs> and the and the guy oh uh John Steed, he fights with an umbrella. It's so good. <laughs> well, uh let's <laughs> let's wrap this up, everyone. Uh thank you for joining us this week on Crit Hit Wild. Uh we'll see you next week with possibly a new character? I don't Except know. for Psylocke. I'm... Crossing my fingers. We... Yep. It might be Psylocke. Well, see you, everyone. Bye. Bye.